now the man who is uh, circulating the internet, really breaking the internet and uh, on all these sports late uh, talk shows this, last night and this morning, uh, the credit goes to Iona College. Martino Puccio had the sole video of Marin Rivera and his family celebrating uh, Martino Puccio. Martino, tell us how you got involved with Mariano. Um, well, Mariano and uh, his son go way back with my younger brother, Anthony. Um, they've been friends since they were in elementary school. And over the course of the past 10 or so years, we've gotten to know Mariano and his family. And we've really, when I had a have my documentary uh, come across for the graduate program here. I had an idea that I wanted to do it on Mariano Rivera and his philanthropic worth post-baseball career because everybody knows him. Everyone knows all the baseball stuff he did for the Yankees, but I wanted to show a different side of him. And one of the moments I wanted to capture was with him and his family last night. It ended up being one of the most amazing things. Yeah, I, I watched that, and it was uh, a phenomenal to, to see the utter joy and jubilation uh, when Jack O'Connell just said, and one more note, <laughs> you are the first and everything else that O'Connell said was drowned out because uh, obviously they were ecstatic. And and to see Mariano downplayed that later when, when he was talking to uh, MLB and uh, SportsCenter about, but at the time, you, how, again, ecstatic he was to... to have accomplished that you know it really it was a great piece of work by you yeah and, and we have that audio let's hear that audio hello hello may I speak with mariano please uh you're speaking to him who is this this is jack o'connell jack how you doing man you remember five years ago i told you i'll be making this phone call uh i don't remember what i did yesterday <laughs> well i'm calling to tell you that the baseball writers have elected you to the hall of fame <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> amigo, amigo, I have another piece of news. Yes. You are the first person. <laughs> I mean, that is incredible, uh, John yeah. and, and Martino, for capturing that. And Joe, and Joe DeLuisio is also here on the sports sit down. Amigo, I got some more news. Yeah. That, that is just like the punctuation. I mean, I. I have goosebumps watching that. I mean, you were able to witness history there. Just explain to the listeners what it was like to just see the family just in pure joy. I mean, obviously they knew he's getting mm -hmm. into the Hall of yeah. Fame, but to be the first ever, 100%. You could just hear the reaction. When I, when I even walked into the house, I was just kind of talking to them because they know how much I love sports and everything, so they always ask me these questions and stuff. I was like, well, you guys know I watch... Uh, all the public ballots that have been uh, tracked, and he's at 100% right now. So, so he's on a good course. And the one Boston writer, I forget his name, he he flipped his vote. Initially, said he wasn't going to vote for Mariano for whatever reason, if if he wanted publicity, whatever whatever it was. Um, but he flipped it back. So I was like, okay, now he has a real shot because I haven't seen anywhere else why someone would or wouldn't vote for him. So. The second, the second he Jack O'Connell says "amigo," um, Mike, you were there too. I mean, it they were they just erupted. It it was just it was just amazing because they knew it was happening. They knew he was going to be a Hall of Famer, but to be not only the first baseball player, the first Yankee ever to do it. You know, there's Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, all these other guys that you hear of. They're ghosts. Like 
but my father's father never even saw him, saw those guys play, but yet I'm in the living room of the one player in the history of um, baseball um, to receive 100% of the votes. I, I mean, it still hasn't hit me yet. You know, it's kind of like asking a player how they just, like, won a championship. It's my equivalent of that. Um, like, how do you feel? Like, I, I don't know yet. I mean, it's just so remarkable to have been there. I mean, maybe a few weeks from now, a month, maybe even a year, I'll get the chills. But it's even listening to it now. It's just so surreal to have been there. Yeah, John Martin, you've produced games for ESPN for over 30 years. You've seen some incredible things, NFL, baseball, football. Uh, put in perspective with this, how historic this event was. Well, uh, you know, Mauricio, you talk about your father didn't see you know some of these players. My father emigrated here uh, from Ireland in 1925, and except for Cobb and probably Cy Young, he saw pretty much everybody up until the day he passed away. He in saw 19- Babe Ruth. He saw Babe Ruth. Wow. He saw Lou Gehrig. Uh, you're kidding me. He saw Mel, Mel Ott was his favorite player until... Willie Mays. And my father went to his grave. Willie Mays, the greatest ball player who's ever lived. And if, you know, those of you who, who weren't fortunate enough to see Mays play, uh, and, and I saw him a few times coming into New York when he was with the Giants and still, uh, you know, could, uh, the one year I think it was 65 when he hit 52 home runs. But if you go back and watch old uh, newsreel, a video of Mays, and just watch him run the bases, watch him go from home to second on a double or triple or first to third or first to home and then playing outfield in Candlestick Park, which was a, a total wind tunnel. Uh, and he was a gold glover. Now, and if there was, if there was a guy that should have been a unanimous, mm. Willie, so should Hank Aaron. I mean, there, there's a litany of guys who should have been. And there was just this uh, just outdated idea that nobody could be unanimous. Nobody's perfect. Nobody is that good. And so it is great that it's it's a different era and and people realize that Mariano was a head and shoulders above his peers at what he did when he came into a game if he did not walk off with the save or the win it was an upset i mean there were other great relievers over the course of time who were vulnerable this guy for the you know greater part of his career was invulnerable that cutter his command uh Dom talked about, you know, his mechanics and his consistency. I mean, it, it's so it's so well deserved. That, you know, it's it, it's just fabulous to see that. I mean, there's other great uh, relief pitchers through the years: Raleigh Fingers, Goose Gossage, Bruce Suter, name Dennis Eckersley doesn't get Eck, mentioned. Right. Uh, I mean, all things equal. You know, Goose always said, you know, I threw seven save outs, and that yes, is true. It's true. You know, God, Fingers the same thing. You know, how, how, how do you compare Rivera to with like a fingers suitor and Gossage? Well, I don't think you do. I mean, the game's changed. I mean, and, and uh, you had a number of starters that are in the Hall of Fame that pitched 30 complete games. And I'm, I, I don't have exact figures, but pitchers that won 300 games, most of them started or finished what they started. Now, you know, a guy goes six and it's like, great job. And bring, in the, and bring in the guy for the seventh and bring in the guy for the eighth and then bring in your closer. And, and people now will start to question if a guy comes in the seventh and say throws nine pitches and, you know, like a perfect, you know, three strikeouts. And people sit there and say, why wouldn't you run him back out there? He threw nine pitches and obviously he's on fire. No, you know, some guys might, but most people don't, you know, uh, Go off script. 
and th- and they'll follow that. Okay, here's my eighth inning guy. Here's my ninth inning guy. Right, we got about four minutes left here on the Iona College Radio Hour on the Sports Sit Down. Mike Demurgis along with John Martin, former big shot at ESPN, Martino <laughs> Puccio, who's breaking the internet, and uh, media director Joe D'Aluisio. So, Martino, give us the facts. Give us the numbers of what you're doing on the internet. How many hits you got? How many likes? And all this all other right, kind of stuff. Right. You know, br- break it down for us here. Um, okay, so. As of last time I checked, my personal tweet on Twitter had 1.3 million. 1.3 million, John. Million. (laughs) Yeah, that's where it's at right now. I know Sports Illustrated shared it on Facebook. That had around 700,000 when I last viewed it. And I believe it was either Sports Illustrated or Bleacher Report shared it separately um, on their Twitter account, and that got a couple hundred thousand there. So we're looking at over 2 million views. it's, and, and it's just growing. My phone is nonstop. I gotta, I just got to mute the tweet eventually. But it's mm-hmm. it's really an incredible response. And I don't think it would have happened um, if, he was unanim- if he wasn't unanimous. I think the whole reaction at 47 where he said, when Jack O'Connell says amigo, when he doesn't get to finish the sentence, I mean, it's I, I kind of expect that to be played on the loop. For years to come, I mean, yeah. it's it really Matteau, is that historic. Matteau, yeah. uh, the, the Hall of Fame is going to have that. Yeah. So, so John, the Martino accomplishes something like this. You looked at a lot of resumes through the years at ESPN. <laughs> I mean, might this be something that jumps out at you if, I if would, you're, if you're I a would potential employer? Think so that you know, if it weren't me, if somebody else would say, "Isn't this the guy that right. was there and got yeah, mm-hmm. yeah." So tell us more, a little more about the documentary. we got two minutes uh, left in the show here, two, three minutes left. Tell us a little more about the documentary you're working on with Mary. Sure. So the, the main basis of it, like I was saying before, is just about his philanthropic work and all the good work he does here in New Rochelle where he has a church. Um, he runs it with his wife and his family. Um, they do a lot of good. I, I was there around in the holidays uh, for Thanksgiving. They gave over uh, 300 turkeys away plus meals. Um, so a full Thanksgiving meal he was just giving away to all the people there. Um, police department, fire department was all there to help out. That's some of the stuff I caught on footage. Unfortunately, not allowed to say everything else that I'm going to be shooting over the next couple of months. But um, it's really going to be fascinating stuff. Um, it, it pertains to where he, he grew up, what he did um, um, growing up, coming to America, and, and just how he got to this point in his career. Um which was yesterday, because this—that's really the final part of his baseball career. Is just getting into the Hall of Fame and finishing off. Well, it was improbable. He was a failed starter, came in, has the most unhittable pitch of all time, head and shoulders above everyone else in his position that I've seen in any other sport. Uh, and and honestly, it's just an honor to uh, get the chance to film this. You're around Joe Morgan a lot with, with uh, right. Sunday Night Baseball, ESPN Radio, uh, Peter Gammons. What were their thoughts on Rivera? Same thing. Same thing. When we were uh, the Yankees in the World Series in late late '90s, and into when John Miller, you know, and, and he said, "And now, the great Rivera takes the mound here at the house that Root built." Uh, and Joe Joe Morgan, you know, and and Joe would say, "Absolutely unhittable." Uh, I can't remember precisely, but I mean, Joe just was, I think, very happy that he never had to hit against him, mm-hmm. as a lot of the old timers were, uh, you know. And it's 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 again, it's terrific that uh, and for Musina and for Edgar Martinez, let's not forget that as yes. another yes. well-deserving guy. Yes, and Edgar. for and for Roy Halladay, bittersweet as as that is, mm-hmm. 
that that's how that's you, terrific too. What would you compare Halliday to? Would he be like a catfish hunter back in the day? I would yes, I, I would say so. And, and I when Catfish was with the Yankees, uh, that one season I think seventy eight or when he had the shoulder the, the manipulation done. Right. Well, I think in seventy five or seventy six he completed thirty games. Yes, and again going back to yeah. the old time. Yes, uh, but. Uh, when Catfish came back, he was again starting to paint the corners, and it was just fascinating to watch him work. You know, he didn't have an overpowering fastball, but he had great command, changed the eye level, as Joe Morgan, you know, always used to say, and, uh, you know, a, a real craftsman, a real craftsman out there.